Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello once again. This is Vincent Joy Lewis, and you listen to Free on the Insider Internet Program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be. In Christ Jesus. I say in Christ Jesus, not in yourself, but in Christ Jesus. I want to welcome you once again for listening in to our weekly Internet podcast here. We've been doing this a number of years, and thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting this show here. This show is going to be dedicated to the uh, great gospel rhythm and blues singer Aretha Franklin, and we're going to play a couple of excerpts of her uh, musical uh, songs and her gifting, and we're just going to uh, just share uh, some uh, talk about her for a little bit this morning, then we'll go back to uh, other formats that we have set up for this show. So kick back and enjoy this portion of of our show here for uh, dedicating this portion of our show to Aretha Franklin. This is a live song, uh, uh, song that she done when she was on the Oprah show back in 2003. It said, Amazing Grace. I pray that you enjoy it. Kick back and relax, and we'll be back with you shortly. Oh, uh-huh. 
YouTubers. I hope you enjoyed that sports show. Our son, we dedicate this show to Aretha Franklin. There, Amen. And I like the way the end of she said she feel like shouting. I pray that you feel joyful today. You know, we are dedicating this show or this portion of this show to Aretha Franklin, the great gospel and rhythm and blues entertainer here. Uh, you know, I've been uh, knowing uh, knowing about Aretha my entire life. You know, and I growing up, I used to hear different songs of her, "Respect Yourself" and and uh, Pink Cadillac and things of that nature there. And it brings back memories that are long ago uh, to, you know, we always think about mem- uh, the past as being good time, but it really was good time. And we thank God for uh, her gifting that she shared with the nation and with myself here. And I know that you probably have some good uh, memories of Aretha Franklin also. I recall when I was, like, younger, she played up uh uh, she had a cameo appearance in this movie, The Blues Brothers, and she was really, she looked just like uh, everybody's mother. She was behind the counter, and, and then the husband wanted to do some things, and she came from behind the counter, and she started talking, and then she broke into a song. And, and I recall in my own life that mom would do some things, and mom would start lecturing, and then mom would break into a gospel song in her spirit and say, you know God don't go for this. You know this ain't godly, you know, so I think very funny of uh those times there. But again, thank you for listening to our program here. We're going to play some more uh, episodes of uh, Aretha Franklin. We pray that you enjoy. We're also going to play some uh, uh, some, uh, uh, her, her, some of her classics here. Anyway, you know, I should call free on the inside, so we can do those kind of things. And we're going to play some rhythm and blues there because it's only appropriate because she stretched through gospel and rhythm and blues. And she always did it with class. You know, she wasn't out there, you know, downing people, but she was talking about respect. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's what our ministry is about respecting men and women. Uh, respecting God's people and respecting yourself. Again, you'll listen to Free on the Inside, a weekly internet program to encourage you to be about your father's business, to challenge you to do the best you can, and to allow you to be free on the inside in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, we don't have a guest this morning because I've been doing so many things. I've been so, so busy that I didn't know what I was going to be doing on a Saturday morning. You may have been listening to the show and, and heard some uh, 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 some pre-recorded shows or some past episodes of shows, and you might have been saying, what's going on? And you may have been enjoying it. I hope that you enjoyed it. Last week we prayed, we played a portion of a program that we did some time ago. It was saying finishing in four, and it was talking about uh, going to college, talking about picking the right classes, talking about being committed to uh, finishing a program, and that's something that's timeless. That was a thing that we need to hear year after year. I have a grandson that just finished uh, high school, and he's Hadn't had a job, and this summer he was just kind of just doing his own thing. And I kept saying, "Son, you need to get yourself together. You need to get your job. You need to think about your education." And God be the glory, he got him a job, and he's getting ready to go to college now. He's gonna go to junior college. But I was telling him uh, that he got one temporary job over the summer, and he got laid off, and he got a little frustrated. He said, I've done the best I could, and, and they still laid me off, and I don't know what's going on. I said, hey, these things just happen. I, and, you know, you're going to get laid off. That's what they call them, temporary jobs. Don't get frustrated over stuff. And I was telling him that's the importance of having an education because you could lose your job 
but you can't lose your education. You could change careers from you know from one job to another education wise, but you won't lose that basic education. And I was telling you how important it was that electrician is still invaluable in Dallas as it is in California and in, in New York or Florida. A, a plumber is just as valuable in Dallas as it is in Florida. You know that education. And education would take you places where just uh, just a hard labor won't take you. You know, good work and you know it's good. You know, it's good to do that. You know, and somebody got to do. It. Somebody we need construction workers. We need trash collectors and things. That's great. I've done a lot of that work my own self. But I remember that I had this education in between jobs. I went and I worked various jobs. I worked on the back of a trash truck. I was driving up down the alley on the back of. I wasn't a lead person. I was just a laborer. I was on the back of a trash truck picking up trash. About six months to a year, I can't recall. It seemed like a long time to me. But I did it based on, I had an education, but based on the desire to get out of this. I said, I'm going to put in some application. I'm going uh, uh, to look for something that's in my field. And I'm going to do the best I can what I'm doing now. And that's why I encourage uh, my grandson and other young men and women, regardless of where you at, do the best you can. And God will get the glory. And sure enough, it'll work out. You know, uh, we have a garden over at the Cottrell House, and we planted this garden, and we was talking about men and uh, uh, investing time in their future and their talent. And so that's what that's a, uh, and that's the precepts of that. I have our guest, our co-host on the line this morning here. He's out in the mission field, and we're going to bring him on, and then we'll be back with you shortly. Remember, this show has been dedicated to our gospel rhythm and blues singer, Rita Franklin, and we're going to play some music regarding her. But right now we're going to hear uh, uh, something from uh, Brother Daniel. Good morning, Brother Daniel. You're on the net. Good morning, Reverend. Well, good morning, sir. Welcome to the program. Man, it's been a while since me and you been on the program, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Tough- I was just sharing with the busy. audience that I've been so busy, tied up, and, and you hosted the show a couple of times without me, but uh, and I didn't I didn't get any guests because I didn't know how my schedule was, but right now we're going to be our guests. We're going to interview each other, man. And, you know, at the yeah. day of this show is dedicated to Aretha Franklin. I open up with Amazing Grace, you know, what her gospel is saying. But we're also going to play some rhythm and blues from her, Respect Yourself. And that's what I was showing. That's yeah. what life is about, respect. And we ain't get enough respect around today, huh. you know. So, yeah, that was, uh, I, I remember uh, that song. Go yeah. ahead. Okay, go on. I remember when that no. song first came out. It was really uh, had a big impact because we never had really a black person who really came out of television and had something to say like that. You know, respect. Not only the song basically talking about how men really supposed to respect a woman, but basically yeah. you had a strong black woman that respected up there a voice and her opinion. Mm-hmm. Voicing opinion hey, hey. to people, and that is so true. Though. That is so true. And I know that song, and we saw it, and it didn't seem to be a very hip hop uh, uh, song to dance on, but it had the had a message in the music, man. You say yeah. you better think, you better think about it. <laughs> and you know that's something we don't. And when we do it, that we need to think things through, brother Daniel. Sometimes people just start arguing and losing their head in public and in private. 
and then they don't even realize what they're saying until it's over with, man. Wait a minute. If I would have just said it differently, if I just wouldn't have said it, it'll be okay. I done lost respect for you and myself. Yeah. If you look at it, I think that's the scripture in the Bible that says how you're supposed to uh, pick your words before you say them because they might have to come back to haunt you. <laughs> yeah, you have to beg to be, be uh, a world the words that you speak because they become reality. Whatever you speak comes into reality. And, and if you look at it, uh, that's the main ingredients that's what's missing in this world today and everything you're doing, you know, we got a we got a number of one person that's over our nation that he doesn't seem to get respect from nobody. And that's one of the main things a person when he's in authority. You have to have somebody respect you and if they don't respect you all in board. Exactly. Oh, you said something that brother there. And also you have to respect the other people. Man, you know, I tell my grandkids and myself and everyone else that just because you can do it don't mean that you should do it. It's a lot of stuff that we could do, Ricky. It's a lot of stuff that we could do, listen, audience, but because we we respect ourselves and other people, we won't do it. You know, it's some things I don't tell a person. You know, you don't tell an ugly person they're ugly. You know, that's out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't do that. I'm just, yeah. I'm just using that, you know. And you don't tell, yeah. uh, you know, it's some things you just don't do. You get up out of that situation or you try to work around that situation. Uh, they're just like a person that's wearing clothes. Let's put it this way. person that's wearing clothes that's not appropriate for the occasion. Uh, you say, oh, that look good. But, you know, once you try something different, you know, you yeah. don't just, oh, no, you know, yeah. man, you just trying to show out. No, 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 you just, you word it differently because then you respected that person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had to learn that while we were learning to, you know, teach and feel. You learn that you don't, you don't basically uh, make the, the student feel inferior. You don't make anybody feel inferior around you. You know, because you have a power of calling or you got more money and you got a better education or whatever, you know. You basically have to work around this situation in order to better them, in order to improve itself. And everybody needs improvement, no matter who you are, you know. I remember when I was a little boy, my dad told me, you uh, you can always learn something from somebody. You can learn something around there from that wino down there or that homeless yeah. person. You know, and they so- got a lot of wisdom in them, but you just sit and just listen to them. They'll tell you something you might need to know or learn. And then once after you learn something, you talk that in your experience that you go off and, and to tell somebody else what you have learned. Yeah. You, you you know, Brother Daniel, that is so true. Cause a lot of times people they'll make the comment, uh, "I you can't tell me nothing. I can't learn nothing." And you know, and it's depending on your frame of mind here. You know, as I go to church and you go to church, sometimes you might hear people say, "I didn't get nothing out of the message. I didn't get nothing out of the service." That's because you don't ha- you're not in the right frame of mind. You can get something out of a child. You know, a child can tell you, "Hey, don't do this." You know, it's just the way you uh, just the way you receive it and the way that you analyze it in your mind, you know, so you definitely can get something out of it. Uh, uh, Brother mm-hmm. Daniel, you know, uh, you're a, uh, a school teacher, 
Now, are you uh, doing that t- this year also? Are you in the Yeah, I'm going to try to do a little bit this year, you know. Uh, I try to, you know, occupy my time while I have a little time whenever I do and whenever I don't. And basically, it's, it's mostly like a little volunteer thing now, you know. Uh, you right. never want to try to get to be uh, stay in one place too long or you just want to be. That's when you say you're facing retirement. You want to try to keep active, you know. That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to keep active. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, brother Daniel, as we we are, you know, we dedicate this show to uh, Miss Franklin here. What is one of the favorite things that you can recall about her? Because you're in the music industry, you've been listening to various artists most of your life. What are some of the things that you may have admired about her? Well. Well, I I like I like the way she bounced back. You know, all all through all this off, opposition she had in life, uh, I heard some people talking on the radio the other day. They they were talking about how, uh, you know, when she was making her first CD, how she had a husband, and her husband was mistreating her. And they were arguing and bickering in the studio. And so finally, uh, they started making some cuts. You know how they do it. You make cuts, and then you get, when the cut you make it, sometimes not real up to par, you have to make a retake. And so basically, what it was, it, it cost a lot of money, to, you know, especially those days, just to retake uh, a lot of these songs. You know, you got to pay the musicians to stand, you know, and then, you know, her and her husband was arguing, and then all of a sudden he just, you know, he just up and left, and then she left. And they said they was in the studio and see Aretha Franklin for a couple of weeks. You know, a lot of rockers keep doing like that. You know, they, a lot of people, they don't, it takes months sometimes to finish records, and sometimes some records are finished sometimes in a couple of days. Yeah, so back in the day, it did, they did everything live. So I understand. What yeah, you're she had to go out and she had to go out and get her mind together. And then basically, she uh, came back with this song. I believe talking about you. Uh, basically, you are no good heartbreaker. What was the name of that song? Yeah, you're a liar, you're a cheat. I remember that. Yeah, song, yeah. All right. Basically, it had something. It had to do with something about this piano that they playing. You know, they got these different sounded pianos. You got the Fender Rhodes, and you got the Wurzler. Now they they got the motif, which which got all these different sounds built into it. So uh, back in the day, this Wurzler was a kind of like a tinkly sounding piano. You know. Uh, I think Ray Charles played it too. He was one of the first ones to really play it. But uh, it, uh, she said, uh, "What you want me to do?" He said, "Change that sound, that piano." You know, uh, Ruth played the piano pretty good too. So yeah. out of that sound, they got it's got that sound that had never been produced on a, on a studio like that before. Do 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 do. And you know, and then they say this one cut, they cut it. They made it, and then that song just went up to number one song in the country, man. You know, but basically what it was all about, it was her life experience. And basically, she was putting in the records, and that's what I admire about her. 
her phrase and her life experiences. And when she put a song, she was a master of interpretation of a song. You know, oh, that's, that's what that's she had. That's beautiful, Brother Daniel. You know, yeah. and, and you know, and that's what all our song, all our life, I'll be like a song, man. Something that people can hear it and draw joy from, man. And and, and just, hey, man, we're gonna play another episode for Rita Franklin. This is one song that you uh, that you probably can recall. It says, um, "I." We just want you to keep back. We're playing some of her gospel music today. You're listening to a prayer on the inside. We're dedicating this show to Aretha Franklin. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and we have Brother Daniel on the line and our co-host. And also we have you. So kick back and enjoy this short cut of Aretha Franklin. Amazing.
listen to Aretha Franklin on Amazing Grace. We're dedicating this show to the great gospel and rhythm and blues entertainer Aretha Franklin. We have Brother Daniel, he's our co-host on the line here, and we were just playing some uh, musical selection from Aretha Franklin. Brother Daniel. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I just uh, I had to play one of my favorite songs by her. Uh, you know, Amazing Grace. That's a reflection of my life and a lot of people's lives. It's a grace and a mercy of God. For we were once blind, but now we see. Amazing mm-hmm. grace. How sweet the sound. You know, mm-hmm. Brother Daniel. You know, Brother Daniel, you know, life is so challenging to us today, man. But, you know, I'm just reflecting over my life. What is the songs that my life is singing, you know? Because we all ought to be able to leave a positive legacy in their life, in people's life. The same way that the patriarchs that came before us, that they were the grandparents and the parents and all our loved ones that are gone before, or that is gone to be with the Heavenly Father. They left legacies in our life, and we pray that each listener have someone that they can draw strength off and encourage you and to let them know in their prayers that they done a good job while they were on this side of heaven. Man, it's a challenge, brother. It's a challenge. Mm. Because the world Amen. don't care about themselves. You know, don't care about nobody else. And you know what? Uh, and we talk about Aretha Franklin, her giving back to her God. But, you know, they said she was involved in the uh, in the civil rights movement, man. You know, Aretha's been around as long yeah. as I can remember. And they said that she was yeah. right there with Martin Luther King. And she sung at Martin Luther King. Only thing. So Rita had been there. She, I, I liked her because she was a quiet spirit, Ricky. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think she did something for uh, what was the lady had Angela Davis. Uh, she kind of helped Angela Davis when Angela Davis was going through some problems. She had too. She helped Dr. King and you know a lot of stuff with Jesse Jackson. She did. Uh, she did a lot of. You know, these uh, political rallies and these rallies, and she, she just volunteered a lot of time. Didn't even get paid for some of it, you know. But Dr. King, one time he said, hey, we just ran up short of funds. And he said she did about eight or nine or ten concerts. Didn't even get paid for it. And donated all the money to the King uh, uh, movement. So when you look at it, she's a... Uh, she was a woman of, uh, you know, like they say, she was a queen. You know, she used to yeah. be a queen. You got to do the part of the queen. You got to learn how to, <laughs> how to give. You got to learn how to give, too, because, you know, God give you a talent. And you use, you know, talent just for one way, and you never give back to people. You never help people. Eventually. Something's going to happen to you or your talent. You know, it's going to be taken away from you because you're not, you really been done using what God really wants you to do with it, you know. So uh, I I really admire, you know, her because in definitely, really, you know, a lot of the people in the music business, basically, they kind of helped each other. And if you look at some of these record albums, you can see uh just a kaleidoscope of names that really the people that really played with her and and recorded with her on some of these record albums. A lot of top name people they helped her. And I was looking at this record of uh, I think it was called uh, "Till You Come Back to Me." 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of say a little proud proud for you. That, 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 that's that's what that's probably was the first stalk or two. <laughs> you know, she said, "I'm gonna knock on your door, rap on your window pane, and really tell you on the." You know, Stephen wrote that. Stephen wrote that for us. Stephen wrote, wrote that and gave it. And then he gave it a reason, you know, he wrote it for. And, uh, man, but she, you know, she, she took, uh, you know, you were saying that she took it up on her own, man. She made that song hers, man. You know, was a lot of people give it to you and say, well, it ain't really me, but she knew how to in, incorporate mm. the things that, you know, gifting it, uh, that someone else had to share with her. And I like that, Ricky. Yeah. You know, sometimes, yeah. man, we get stuff and you say, well, it ain't really for me, but she knew how to make it her own. And, and I didn't even, I wouldn't even know why Stevie wrote that for her, man. To me, that was her song. Yeah. Because she sung yeah. with, all, you know, with all her might and energy. And, and you know, Rick, you was talking, I think about a song, too, that I first heard. I, and I didn't know about it. I wasn't going to church. I was young. It said, Mary, don't you weep, and Mary, don't you moan. And, you know, that was a song that was played, and a lot of people uh, in my gender, in my age, we didn't realize that that was a gospel song. That was probably about Jesus yeah. Christ, and, and he was talking to Mary. But she sung that song yeah. with such power. And I'm going to play part of that, Ricky. So we're going to reflect on Aretha Franklin and, and her yeah. gift that God had blessed her with. Now, hear this song of Mary Don't You Weep and Mary Don't You Moan by the great gospel singer Aretha Franklin.
Oh, uh, as, I love that, that song now, man. Uh, you know, as I was young, I heard that song, and I didn't really know the meaning of it because I wasn't going to church then. But, you know, as I hear that song today, it makes me want to feel like I'm in the midst of a congregational song, and the choir just came up, and the choir blessed us with an A and B selection. And one of the selections is, Mary, don't you weep. Mary, don't you moan. You're listening to Free on the Inside, and your host, Mr. Joe, a little co-host, Brother Richard Daniel. The call-in number is 310-982-4126. Please call in and lend your voice to the program. Brother Daniel, Brother Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I, I like that song, too. You know, that's a classical, uh, it's a, uh, what they call it, that's a, 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 a song that's, that's 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 really was a a classical black church song. Uh, basically, yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it, I don't I really think they know the, they don't really know the right they don't know the writer of the song, but it was like a just a typical uh, song that uh, that that our black choir song. And yeah, like I say, the uh, uh, interpretation uh, of the song starts between the phrase and you know, the piano. The way she strikes the piano chords, and then the way she repeats the song, repeats the verse, she sang the verse. <laughs> she might have a little, you know, hesitation sometimes, you know. Then she starts singing, and then she'll stop, you know. It's all of reason. That's her style. Yeah, yeah. Well, said she took ownership of that song and she made it herself. And you know, and, and I just think of her with her 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 robe on, her uh, choir robe, and she's singing that. And she's singing with till she's sweating it. She's just singing, and and souls are being touched, man, and lives are being changed. Tell you, don't weep and don't moan, yeah. because you know we have so many things to be sorrowful over, man. But glory be to God, man, that He covered our sorrows and our pains, man, and and He yeah. let us know that everything gonna be all right. And with a Richter. With just those songs, man, just reminiscing her, uh, you know, her gifting, man. Let us know that things gonna be all right. And you know, Ricky, with the with our president and our uh, senators and things, sometimes, man, we start thinking things are, uh, are just gonna always be this way. And I start thinking about Mad Max, and I don't want to live in a world like Mad Max, where everybody do what is right in their own eyes, you know. Mm. And so, you know, and this thing is going to be, it's only temporary, you know. And thank God that we have elections, man, and we can only go through stuff. It's a long as we can ever go through it is eight years. <laughs> it takes us 16 years to get out of it, but we get to elect people twice every four years. So, you know, every four years we have the election. So hopefully we get out of this here, man, and we kind of get things back in the, in, in, in the focus, man. Because right now we are out of focus. Mm-hmm. That's a bad we got yeah, but uh, like they said, they, I read today, they said it was something about a lot of people that didn't vote kept Trump get inside, you know. To, uh, yeah. Because yeah. About, about them not voting at all. So we're just hoping that maybe people are learning from their mistakes and some of these senators and these representatives, they're learning that, uh, you know, just got to watch who you back. And watch what you put in control. Next time it won't happen no more. Yeah. We hope. <laughs> you know, I hope nothing like this never happens again in the history of the United States. You know. 
and, and but, that is um, so true. That is so true. But uh, that, that you know, he said something kind of crazy the other day. I'm I'm sensitive to talking to you. He said something. Donald Trump said, "Well, she was a good woman, and she did some work for me. <laughs> you know, she worked for all of us. You know, when you're a musician, mostly, uh, you know, uh, I had read something a long time ago. Back in the day, they said they had a list of." all the different occupations that a person can be in life. And basically, there got to be about, I think, about 110 of them. They hit all the way from carpenter to the uh, candlestick maker all the way. And then uh, they had one for even for the village, the village clown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, well, yeah, it's yeah, it's something for all of us, but you know, you have to. Yeah, and uh, then and then the uh, entertainer was was labeled was kind of next to the village, you know. But you know, they didn't really, uh, they didn't really uh, uh, like uh, respect us for being humans. But basically, if we entertain them and make them feel good, basically that's what we can do. But we have to rex, like you said, we have to make the best of our village that God has given us. If God's given some people sports, talent, He's given some people oratory skills, they can be real good speakers. We have some that really have good singers. You got some people of playwriters. We got some people that are really good with their hands, like uh, he he got this a guy that's working with him named Ben Carson. Ben Carson is a master heart surgeon, but he took this job being over uh, houses. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people yeah. say, "What do he know about living in houses?" Doing? He's a surgeon, you know. But you know, uh, maybe he's out of his lane. You know. And you know what? I thought, you know, you know, know that was always kind of funny to me, though, because even though. He took that job, but he didn't have to have that job. And he, I don't know uh, what he's doing because we ain't heard nothing from him regarding hood and stuff, you know. So he, yeah. had, he like I said, he's out of his lane, man. And he's probably he's like, I don't know lane. what to do. And, and so he ain't, he's not making a difference per se. Uh, he just in the position without, uh, without being committed to the position. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, would you had anything? He should have been over medicine. He should have been over uh, yeah. Medicare. Health and, and human services. And health and human services. You know what I'm saying? If you go hire the best people, man, it's like you don't hire a carpenter to do plumbing work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you keep yeah. a person that they yeah. chose to fulfill. Yeah, and, you know, from day one it was just organized. And, and yeah, I, it was. Uh, it was it, yeah, without an order, man. It's the same thing about uh, now. Uh, you know, we talk about political uh, uh, scene and situation. Just like now, he's revoking all the uh, uh, the uh, 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 the uh, uh, security clearance for the military people. And you need these people in place, man, because you get these knuckleheads that don't know what they're doing and they don't know how to handle various situations. Because some countries, mm-hmm. man, have people in there for years and they done went through sixteen different uh, Republicans, uh, uh, you know, presidential. Uh, 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 turns, man. They know about how the mindset, how things run, and you get somebody a newbie. It's just like having someone that's that's cooking. You bring a new cook in, and he don't know where anything is. You know, he can learn, but yeah. you know, he, you know, it's just like gonna be out of order, man. I don't know where the seasoning is. I don't know when the shipment comes in. You know, I got the principles, but I don't have the the experience, man. You need people experience, brother. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, you know, you talk about cooking, man. That's what Jesse Jackson said. He told us, uh, he had an interview the other day. He said that was really what, 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 uh, Rachel was real good at, man. She was to take food everywhere around her. Every time she did something, she had good food around her. So yeah, I heard food, that too, man. man. I heard that she was a great cook, man. And I could imagine being with her and a lot of other people, man, you know, civil rights leaders and gospel singers and, and entertainers, and they just had a good time and, and, you know, just, you know, Feel with the food and the fun and the fellowship, and you know, and I was thinking about her, man, because she was like she was from the old school of the generation in which our parents grew up at, man, and we believed in good, healthy eating, man. It wasn't no burgers and fries. Look, we man. thought we thought it was healthy, though, uh, uh, Reverend Lewis. A lot of this stuff. I'm talking about a lot with vegetables and stuff. They ate more vegetables and stuff than we did today, you know. You know, yeah, we, we a lot that of chilling in the house we eating a lot of grease and stuff and, and saturated yeah. foods. You know, it's not really too healthy for you. But we would just caught up on this this urban uh, uh, deal that we eat just soul food. You call it, you know, labeled it soul food. Yeah, and basically, it's, it's it's it was basically if you put it, they're killing us. It's killing us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ricky, but it's just the, the quantity of, that you was putting in your body. If we know that it wasn't good, but we ate more vegetables then. I think, you know, today, yeah. you know, only vegetables. Yeah. Some of us get it on a burger <laughs> and, and maybe burger. some chicken. They might throw some, <laughs> they yeah. might throw a little something on the side of chicken. But, yeah, but I mean, Mom, I always say you need to eat some vegetables. I never knew why, but think how they was healthy for you. So, yeah, you, it was kind of a twofold deal there, man. And we realized that you can't eat pork. I don't hardly eat the pork right today because we knew that pork, as we grew up, that pork wasn't no good for you. But that's what we grew mm-hmm. up on with our family members eating yeah. the, the pig feed and the, all the bacon and the ham. Mm-hmm. You know, because ham, the ham and the sausage. And, yeah. It was the stuff that they didn't want to really eat because, you know, they didn't know how to fix it. But mom and, and grandma them knew how to take a piece of meat. That wasn't desirable to the other class, and then fix it up, you know, and dress and then it up. And they're curing the meat and 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 salt, and the salt is uh, building up, and and it's full of salt, you know, and that's uh, it just it just wasn't right, man. You know, it's just not right. But you know, we are like you know, like I said before, we all learn from experience, and we learn that uh, you have to watch what you put in your body. And that's so yeah, true. That's so true. Yeah. Brother yeah. Daniel, we're going to play another cut of Aretha Franklin here. We're going to switch over to some of her uh, soul music here. This is just for you because you made mention of it. It said a little prayer for you, brother. Yeah, I know you said that's one of the first songs that you recall her. Yeah. This show is dedicated to Aretha Franklin and the great gospel and rhythm and blues singer. We pray that you enjoy. We listen to a, a song called Send a Little Prayer for You. And that's what we all do. We all pray one for another.
You're listening to Aretha Franklin saying a little prayer for you. We want to thank you for tuning into our weekly internet program. You're listening to Pray on the Inside with Brother Daniel and you, my uh, my guest this morning. We pray that you enjoying this portion of our show dedicated to the great gospel and rhythm and blues singer Aretha Franklin. And me and Brother Daniel just reminiscing on some of the songs. Uh, as I stated earlier, Aretha Franklin has been around as long as I can remember, and I always have fun thoughts of her. She's one of those entertainers that you never did hear a lot of negative stuff about her. She just took care of business, and she respected people, and she was a giver. They, I ain't say that she gave back. She gave back, and in a sense, I don't know her personally. I never heard much about her, but I can imagine she gives back. I can just uh, know about her just through her songs and the friends that she had made along the way that she was a giver. And we're going to play a couple more episodes from her from her, uh, on her soul side of it and because we want to honor her because that's what I showed about being free on the inside here. We want to just honor her gift in her. Brother Daniel. Mm. As we uh, as we get ready to select another one of uh, uh, Rita's songs. Now, you do a ministry, per se, a couple times a month now. Tell us about that while we have you on the, on the phone. Because that's what our show is about, brother. Well, we've been going downtown um, across the county street down there by, uh, down there by the, the homeless shelter. And basically, me and my wife, we have been going down there, and we uh, supply clothes for some of the needy people and we serve breakfast and coffee and and donuts and we hand out tracks and basically we try to make the people happy in in their surroundings while they while they're down there. And if if the if the time comes to go call us to you know minister or witness to somebody down there, we do it, you know. Uh a couple of weeks ago we had a Young man is down there and told us that uh, basically he was really confused about life and he didn't really believe in God. He told us that uh, why would God allow him to go through life the way he had been done because he had been he had been uh, going through a uh, molestation when he was a young man, you know, and basically he can't understand why God should let all that happen to him and. And basically, we had to basically break down some of the scriptures to him, how he basically told him that, you know, things happen, and sometimes you have to build yourself up from uh, uh, whatever you've been through, but you know, never give up on God. And basically, it kind of helped him out. It helped, basically did. It, 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 what we said to him enriched his days, because you never know who you're talking to. They might be basically be considering suicide, you know? And a lot of people, you talk to them and you tell them, you know, you might delay that onslaught or or what they're going to do. They might be having a gun in their hand. They might have a knife. They might be thinking of taking some pills or something, just ending it all. So just like what I was saying the other day, you have to choose the words that you speak. And when God tells you to speak to somebody that you meet and he calls you to, you have to be ready in order to to feed the word to them. You know, then sometimes you don't force the word upon the people. You know what I'm saying? You, I know what you're saying. You, you water them and then you, uh, uh, 
you let the rest of it be done. But if it's that special, God put it on your heart to touch this person. And basically, you can tell who really needs to be ministered to. You know, some of them sit back and they look, and then you just, you know, say, go ahead and talk to them. And you tell them, well, how's you doing? How you walk with God? You know, how you're, you're, and then they'll go, and they'll do the rest. They'll start talking. Sometimes you have to stop them from talking. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, it was just and, that, and that, that is so true, though, Brother Daniel. You know, yeah. I like what you're saying. Is you never know we might be confronting suicide, but you give it, but you give them what God gave you concerning some things, and you plant that seed, and nothing will come along and water it. And as we were saying, yeah. uh, dedicating this show to Aretha Franklin, you know, I was just thinking about some songs she said. Uh, you know, in her music, there's a message, man. And so, you know, as you uh, as we share the gospel with those people, we want them to. Or know that their life have value, man. That God have a purpose for them. We don't, we don't understand it. We can't even uh, try to get them to understand. It, but let them know to never give up on God, and God will never give up on them. Oh, brother, man. you said some things there, brother. And we want to encourage yeah. you and your family, and your and the volunteers with you, man. Keep doing what you do, brother. Keep doing what you do. Yeah, I don't care how, how it looks, man. I don't yeah. care if it, don't nobody go. I don't care. If it's too many people going, you know, never give up, man. Cause God have you and your ministry team and your family on the on a pad that He chose for you. Sometimes we feel like that the work is too great. Yes, it is, and that's why He added you to the to the mix. He said, "Hey, it's too wet. It's too much for these other ministries, so I'm gonna put you out there in the field." And guess what? He gonna give you what you need, resources. I think about it. some people say we don't have the resources. No, you don't. Don't ever think you got enough for anybody. <laughs> I know that personally. I said, God, I don't have enough. God said, yeah, I know you don't. But who you going to believe? <laughs> you going to believe in me or you going to believe in yourself? So go on yeah, out. Ain't, I, got nothing, ain't got nothing but some you know, water. It's a piece of bread. Don't worry about it. Go out. It, it, I'm going to multiply that. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Reverend Lewis, I was tossing and turning in my bed, trying to figure out what could I do and what could I say to some of these people. And really, uh, it came to me, God told me, just don't worry. I'll show you what to do and what to say. And basically, I, I was down there, and, you know, we feed the people, and they all get in line. A lot of them, you know, they, uh, they, they kind of, you know, out of order. Some of them have to be put in order. And they basically, when you tell them to do something, they get kind of offended when you tell them to do something. And then once they find out you got all the instructions, they'll, they'll comply with it. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you know. And he had this one person, he was telling me how he was, uh, well, man, you know, I've been on the streets, man, for about uh, five years. And I said, well, you know, you're getting tired of bumping your head up against the wall. I know this ain't the first time somebody's done told that to you. He said, yeah, yeah. Eventually, he going to get tired. You're going to get tired of being tired. And you yeah. basically going to have to hear that voice what's inside them. You know, a lot of those people, they know, they know scripture. They know scripture doesn't it mean you. Yeah, they do, man. That's like that with the jail. But they just I don't, don't be fooling myself. Yeah. yeah, they just don't, don't want to Don't fool yourself thinking that you're going out there sharing a new word and a fresh word with them. You're sharing a rainbow mm-hmm. word. That means that that word is alive and well. That word has already been laying dormant in their heart. And what you're doing is just like, uh, just like the surface. You're scratching the surface to get down to the to the uh, 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 to the newness, let the word become new in yeah. their life. It's the same old word, but it's yeah. new, fresh song, yeah. fresh, Being fresh anointing. Yeah, that's what you're giving them. You're giving them a fresh um, anointing. Yeah. 
Freaky Franklin Hashi interprets the song. Basically, you what you do, you interpret a way in order to, to uh, preach the word to people. You know, you have to learn new ways of this art of how to and how to feed it to people. You know what I'm saying? You got to eat, but you don't want to. You don't want to offend them. You don't want to make them. You know, scare them away. But you just feed it to them in different vessels. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. Hey, Brother Daniel, man, we got to make this transition here, man. You may hear some uh, Rita Franklin in the background here playing a chain of food. That's one of her classics there. That's the rhythm and yeah, blues side. Right. We played the gospel side, but now we're playing the rhythm and blues We want to honor the whole uh, essence and the talent of this young lady here. She had a gospel uh, makeup, and she uh, changed over to rhythm and blues, but basically she still had that gospel persona, man. All her voices, uh, all her songs remind me of a message, man. It was like a message in the music. Yeah. It's been a chain of food. We've been a chain to addiction, man. We was a chain to negative behavior. We was a chain to jobs, man. You know, we was a chain of food. But when God came She's along, he broke that chain. You know, all that. That's awesome. Man, you can She's preach off that, brother. Chain, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. a chain, a chain of food. I've been chained to the world, man. But now I've been set free, and who the son set free, he's free indeed, brother Daniel. Yeah, man, yeah. we're getting close to getting out of here, man. But I wanted to just share with you and the listening audience that we're up on that time of year for our luncheon at Dallas Life Foundation called Feeding Other Mothers mm-hmm. Too, where we take our little meager resources and we go down and we do the best that we can with what we have. And we tend to the residence down at Dallas Life Foundation, which is on KD Street. And it's a shelter for men, women, and families. And we'll prepare lunch in their kitchen up on their, uh, using their grills uh, and their cooking utensils and everything. That we prepare lunch for two fifty three hundred residents. So we thank God for it, man. This is our ninth year of doing this. And so next week we'll be down at Dallas Life Foundation from 8 to 1. We're going to do our show live and on site where we'll interview some of our volunteers and perhaps some of the residents down there. And we're going to have a great time in the Lord. So next week we'll be on location. Brother Daniel, I want you to call in, man, to help me out on this, okay, while I'm around the morning. All right. You can be talking to them on right. the phone, okay? And so okay. we're going to do a, we're going to do right. a twofer. Well, I'm in this, right. I'm going to be in, out on the field and you'll be there at the studio and you'll be holding it down. And, um, okay. and we want to thank you for this opportunity. And today what we're doing, we're going over to the uh, Henry Wade Juvenile Center. It's our outing mm-hmm. for the juveniles, so we'll go over there and encourage our young man. But, Brother Daniel, thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. You know, uh, I, I I love you to come on here, man. I love your take on, on life, and I can always learn something from you. And I'm always being encouraged, brother. Uh, I want you to keep doing what you do, man. Cause can't nobody do thank it like you, you okay? Can't Thank you, Reverend Rose. Like I appreciate you telling me that, man, because I need to be encouraged, too. We all need to encourage each other. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel real, you know, down on what I'm doing. Or am I really doing the right thing? Uh, am I doing it right? But once I hear somebody encourage me like you are and telling me, I, I appreciate, greatly appreciate you telling me this. Was, you know, well, God bless Thank you, you very much. And you encourage me also, brother. Hey, man, as we get ready to get out of here, man, you know this show is dedicated to God and also to our um, to our uh, 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 gospel singer that the past, Aretha Franklin. We thank God for her gift, and we thank God for her sharing her gift with us through de- different phases of life. She was always there, 
and encouraging us through her songs. And so it's always a blessing, man. I want our songs. I'm saying our as Christian. I want our songs, which is life, to encourage someone else. I want someone else to be encouraged when they when they think about Brother Dane, when they think about me, when they think about the people that we're associated with. We want our songs to speak for us, our life, man, to speak mm. for us. So as we get ready That's to right. close out. We want to be bad for the this is the day that the Lord has made. And thank you, listening audience, for calling in. We have several people on the line. They say they want to listen to the program. You, too, could always join in the conversation. here. just the dialing numbers, 310-982-4126. Lock it into your phone. And so uh, until and be safe until we meet again on this here, uh, Blog Talk Network. And uh, remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Brother Daniel, would you like to close us out in a word of prayer? Amen. Heavenly Father, I'd like to ask you first, if there's anything we've done today to offend anybody, we've done anything to make anybody mad, we said anything that offended anybody, we ask you to forgive us. And right now we ask you to touch the heart, touch the family of the Franklin family, Help them and and guide them in their time of bereavement. Help them because their hate is just all over the world and in the country of America. Everybody is feeling the same grief that they feel today because they loved her, they loved her, they loved her. And we ask you to pour out blessings on on the on the on America through her and. We ask you to uh, touch them and help them in their hour of bereavement. Right now, we ask you to, uh, we ask God, we plead them to touch their families to help them through this time of bereavement. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that through Rita Franklin, we are done better. We are better people. We are better Christians. And this world is a better place. So in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, that brother Daniel. We're going to close out with another selection of Rachel Franklin, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Until we meet again, God gets the glory. Amen. Amen.
You're listening to Aretha Franklin, Bridge Over Troubled Water. This show was dedicated to Aretha Franklin and her gift in the great uh, gospel and jazz entertainer. And we pray that you'll be blessed. And remember, we'll be back here next week at the, at the same time. Tune in for another great episode of Free on the Inside with Minister Joy Lewis and co-host Brother Richard Daniel. Be blessed. Amen. Be free on the inside. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.